You're listening to the Junior Hereford Show with Noah Benedict. Let's get ready to learn, lead, and achieve. Welcome back, Junior Hereford Show listeners. And that is the last time you'll hear me say this. This is my last podcast. I'm serving as your host, and we've actually got our, our future host on the line. But before we get to that, um, our guest, Ralston Ripsch, we're going to uh, cover a fantastic week that they had at Faces of Leadership. So, Ralston, why don't you uh, give our listeners a, a brief description on who you are and then where you at for Faces of Leadership? Yes, I am super excited to be on the line with you, Noah. You know, we had a chance to kind of visit earlier in the year, and it was fun to get to talk. I was a student at that point, I believe, and now I'm freshly graduated from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln and excited to have wrapped up an awesome summer on the board with our junior nationals and our Faces of Leadership Conference in Billings, Montana. Um, You kind of just briefly mentioned you know it was an awesome conference up there it's of course a beautiful destination to kind of head up to Montana and I truly believe we had a conference filled with very impactful moments for our juniors as well as getting to see a different part of the world and some great Hereford operations. Yeah faces of leadership is always a you know it's always a highlight of the summer for for NJHA youth and I was definitely jealous that uh Billings was not calling my name this year, but uh, Ralston, <laughs> you're right. We uh, we did get a chance to visit earlier um, when you were still a director, I guess, and, and now you're serving as the vice chairman. But talk a little bit about um, you know kind of the plan for Faces of Leadership and what uh, let's let's start with just day one that maybe that travel day and then what you did that that evening for Faces of Leadership. Yeah, so we had a great Wednesday of kind of welcoming juniors from all across the United States, as well as we had a a few fellow Canadians there. So that was pretty awesome. And really just getting the kids into Billings, you know, traveling nowadays kind of becomes a challenge. And so we had a few delays, but we just rolled with the punches. And we were very excited as a board to kind of really captivate the sky's the limit theme and we actually had a little kind of opening ceremonies that evening and our board showcased you know if the sky was truly the limit what we'd be doing as our careers and so it was really fun to see our board really get into character with that we had miss hannah montana there a race car driver um i believe an olympic skier we had a zookeeper and like a vet I believe too so we had a lot of fun kind of welcoming the kids to Billings and really opening up that night on a strong note with Amanda Radke really kind of teeing us off for how to find our passion and really setting us up for a week filled with you know learning more about how to share your ag story the importance of really speaking up and sharing what we do as passionate agriculturalists and Um, You know, Noah, you kind of set up our association with working with Cheryl Mitchell, and so our board had the pleasure of working with her to create some awesome workshops, and so after Amanda, we kind of went, I mean, we went straight to work with those kids, you know, we know it had been a long day, but we didn't waste no time, we got to work on a couple workshops talking about who you are as individuals, and really, you know, it was pretty fun. Lauren McMillan did an awesome job diving into like the colors um, categories 
categorizing some leadership into kind of what color that you are most like. And it was pretty fun to see those juniors throughout the week kind of go after guessing what everyone was, what kind of leadership style they were, who they were as an individual, kind of how they went about their day-to-day business. So it's pretty awesome when juniors start repeating back to you what you do in workshops. And then we really had a beautiful evening at the Mohican West Cold Herefords that night. And it was pretty awesome to get to visit with Terry. They had their sale cattle on display as well as blueprint and a couple of their awesome herd sires for us to all enjoy and really just start us started us off with enjoying a beautiful sunset that evening in Montana and got the kids really excited I think. Sounds like it was a heck of a way to start the you know the fun-filled week there Ross and I think the question that everybody on the that's going to listen to this podcast is going to want to know is, is what did you dress up as that night? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a good question. You know, I, uh, not many people know, I think, but I grew up dancing competitively. And so I had always wanted to be a professional dancer, you know, or a ballerina, of course. And unfortunately in my box of dance costumes was kind of deep in our storage room. And all I had was a hip hop costume. So I dressed up as a professional hip hop dancer for that opening ceremonies, um, believe it or not. I like it. I like it. Well, that was that was a fun way for our junior board to, uh, you know, kind of show showcase themselves in a little different light that probably a lot of people haven't seen them as. But yeah, sounds like uh, sounds like Wednesday was top notch. And I know that's a long day, um, but that week doesn't slow down and it keeps rolling. And consequently, Thursday comes after Wednesday. So let's hear about it. Yeah, you know, I, I just realized I kind of got to rambling there, Noah, and that was just one fun almost like just a half a day actually as kids arrived by two o'clock um the other two days were definitely just as packed and just as it just kept getting better for sure and Thursday was really our tour day we started off the morning at origin beef and they actually provided us breakfast so that was pretty awesome we got to kickstart the morning on a great note there with them and they split us up into four different groups to kind of check out their semen holding facilities as well as their shipping facilities and then we actually got to watch um, some bulls be collected that morning so that was a very hands-on tour we got to kind of see all aspects of it and it was pretty awesome it led straight into the lbarw cattle company and they had set up some of their own speakers kind of kicking it off with mackenzie johnston from nebraska actually it was exciting for me. Uh, I am a Husker, so it was fun to see a fellow corn husker there in Montana. And she really talked about some industry involvement and was very just genuine and honest in her story and how she made it back home to ranching with her family, as well as continuing to stay in kind of the ag communication world with always sharing the her honest opinion in different columns and I think was just a very raw speaker for us to have. They also had some speakers centered around some nutrition with Purina Animal Health Representative there, as well as a beef quality insurance gentleman that kind of talked through some handling for cattle. So we had a delicious lunch there, got to see some of their great red heifers, as well as um, some of their recips. So it was great to see some F1 baldies and really learn um, the importance of raising their own recips for them and kind of their story and So it was pretty, set us up for a great afternoon of whitewater rafting down the Yellowstone River. 
And I'm sure, Noah, you've heard a few stories. Our junior board got kind of ornery. You know, we had been 15 minutes probably behind everyone. We were kind of waiting on our guide there and hopped in. And we went to work on rowing down the river to try to catch up. And it was a great team working exercise. But I definitely got an arm workout that day. And it was pretty fun. There was a lot of water fights that happened. A lot of people that ended up in the river. Don't know if they ever got back in their raft. But it was an awesome afternoon really getting to see the heart of Montana down the river there and um, even some cows along it too. So we're all fellow cattlemen. So that was pretty fun to see as we kind of did that fun filled afternoon of exploring Montana. I was, uh, I did, you're right. It, you know, I am, uh, I'm off the junior board now, but I still am pretty good friends with a lot of you guys. And my former junior board team, I would have been pretty upset if you, if you uh, would have harmed Cheryl or, or Chloe or Bailey or Amy, <laughs> which I heard, I heard it might have been a, um, maybe not harmful, but we did try to have some fun with them. But anyway, it sounds like you had a fun Thursday afternoon and, and boy, do I, I'm sure those kids, I know, I shouldn't even say I, I guess, but I know that those kids get so much out of experiences like that. I actually got to go whitewater rafting in Denver, Colorado at my first faces, and I've never been able to do it again. So like, these are the experiences that, you know, faces provides for kids and that's pretty cool to see don't you think yeah and I think a, a big point that I failed to mention too and you know Cheryl Mitchell was our keynote speaker and it was pretty awesome that she spent the week with us actually and so just getting to see you know we didn't have any cell phones we were kind of removed from social media and being behind a screen and really just got to have genuine conversations with each other as well as just you know take in the peaceful nature also and um, it was pretty fun. Cheryl could tell some pretty funny stories, I'm sure, but we did take down their raft in the river. And she said later on, though, that it was an awesome learning experience or just to sit and listen and get to visit with juniors throughout the week and maybe not knowing, you know, previous titles or that she was the keynote. Um, just having raw conversations, I think, is what that whitewater rafting, along with some fun, of course, really got to provide our juniors. And you know, also just being adventurous and taking on new challenges and remembering to stay calm and not let like fear take over in scary situations for sure. Um, but it was just a really good time all in all. Absolutely. And, you know, like I keep saying, I, I, I think everyone's been able to tell here in the past that I'm a big proponent of faces of leadership. But uh, if I if I remember correctly here, Ralston, I think Saturday was a travel day. Um, which leaves Friday to be kind of your, your last day of the conference. So let's jump in, jump into it. You know, I got home and reflecting back on the trip with my parents, we actually had a very monumental time Friday getting to hear from Joe Goggins himself at the public auction yards tour there in Billings. It's a huge sale barn facility where they actually sell some sheep and cattle. And to hear from a world-renowned auctioneer as well as cattlemen, was pretty awesome whether maybe all of our juniors realized it or not it can definitely be a moment that they'll have to share for years to come just the experience and wealth of knowledge that he provided as well as just visiting one-on-one -on -one with our juniors was pretty awesome to observe and just those facilities and the history in itself was definitely a once-in-a-lifetime kind of experience and that kind of concluded our tours that morning but what a tour to end on for sure it then was able to kind of lead us into our final workshops where we embraced change with the chain drill workshop. 
as well as kind of evaluated our habits and rituals and patterns. So kind of recognizing, you know, what maybe good habits we have, what bad habits we have, what can we could do to just be more aware of our actions. And then that afternoon was definitely where Cheryl Mitchell surprised some of our juniors and she was our closing keynote and really tied it all together for us with her inside out and outside in farewell address. It really centered around, you know, how you can be the best you can be in your mind, body and spirit and really just, you know, recognizing that the sky's the limit when you take care of yourself first and how that can really lend to your success. And of course, you know, the traditional closing dance it was at a beautiful venue that night at Swift River Ranch and really it was a great way to close out just savoring the relationships that were built that week and eating a delicious steak dinner, um, as well as I shockingly got to have a few closing remarks. So I really it was honored to do that to kind of leave our juniors with a note from a fellow junior themselves and really just stressing to them that the sky is their only limit and that they can dream big no matter whatever their dream may be and so it was really just an awesome evening to uh, kind of seal up a great week and hopefully send our juniors home with great skills that they could put into action when they got back to their home states yeah i, I was going to uh, let everyone know there for a second until you threw yourself in at the end that everyone or that you were being uh, fairly modest there you know i i asked a couple people for a report on the week and the first thing they said was that Ralston did a great job closing out the week um, but no again Friday impactful day right um, you know that's what faces a leadership strives to be um, you know make an impact on those kids and help them help them leave better people so I'm, I'm super glad that uh, you guys got to have those experiences but Ralston I think another question that everyone's dying to know is what was your favorite part what did you enjoy the most that is that is a tough question and you know people actually ask it quite a bit and i'm pretty quick to say that it's just the people that i get to be surrounded by throughout that week you know we are definitely at a destination but i think it's always just the people you know saturday i had some challenges tra traveling home with about 16 other fellow juniors and um, Andrew from Michigan, if you're listening, shout out to you. You kind of brought tears to my eyes when he repeated some of my own words back to me. And I think that that's just a very impactful moment to me. And it's definitely just all about the people and the relationships and connections. You know, um, the places where we went all, all changed every day, but the people we're surrounded by is what stayed steady and they what really they the people are what really drive our association and that's what keeps me motivated so for sure the juniors i was surrounded with the board and the owners of the places we got to go was my absolute favorite well good to hear and uh you know that answer there i think ensures that the njha is going to continue to be in good hands um, as we kind of wrap up here ralston um, on faces of leadership for this first part of the podcast i think we'd be remiss if we didn't you know, mention Rick and Bonnie's leadership and their their help in, in this conference. So why don't you just say something brief about them? Yeah, Rick and Bonnie, truly, we could not put on this conference without them. And they were there for the first few days of the week. And so that was 
really awesome to just get to thank them in person. You know, Rick and Bonnie, if you guys are listening, we truly appreciate all that you do to allow these opportunities for our juniors. And I promise you that I've got to see firsthand the difference that it's making. And, you know, a junior come one year and they're pretty scared and skittish to then coming back the next year and really being one of the leaders and someone that you can count on to speak first, you know, or really take that newbie in that first year and make them feel as welcomed as can be. This conference is truly making a difference. It's building better, better people for sure. You know, we're be better mind, body, and spirit. And that's definitely what FACES provides each year for these juniors. And it's all thanks to Rick and Bonnie. Um, I'm very excited and jealous for our juniors next year to kind of head to their home state in Ohio and truly see their stomping grounds as well as just to continue to thank them in person and if you're a junior listening be sure if you ever see Rick and Bonnie Mailer to say thank you because without them we could not do this. I think you hit the nail on the head there Ralston I think you did for the whole first part of this podcast that's going to wrap it up and you know there's there's Rick and Bonnie, very, very generous, super thankful for them. But there's a lot of other people out there that help make the NJHA go. Let's hear from one of them. Junior Hereford Show listeners, I've got Mr. Monty Louderman on the line from Louderman Cattle Company. Monty, do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and the people involved with the cattle operation? Sure. Uh, Louderman Cattle Company was uh, uh, started... Uh, years ago as a uh, wedding uh, gift of uh, a Hereford cow to uh, my parents when they got married from uh, my mother's father. And uh, it's been in the family for, uh, I'd say, with uh, my generation would be the third generation and then with uh, the kids and all from uh, Brent and Cody and and, uh, myself's kids are the fourth generation in in the uh, Hereford business. it's a family-run and own operation that uh, we uh, do as a family. Uh, we uh, um, also uh, are in the auction business. Uh, for me, uh, I do a lot on the auction side of, uh, side of things uh, with the, uh, the auction business. I uh, sell a lot of uh, real estate throughout the country and all that auction and, and as well as take care of uh, some of the office work that's uh, done back home at the office. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Monty, uh, you know, Louderman Cattle Company, Macomb, Illinois, has been a staple, um, a, a huge staple at the state and national level for a really long time. Um, being competitive in the show ring, being competitive, uh, you know, and, and just in the cattle industry and in the auction business for sure. Um, talk a little bit more on the cattle side. You guys are, are hosting the annual Top Cut sale this year. Um, and let, let, let's just talk about the kind of cattle you produce and, and what's going on with that sale this year, Monty. Sure. Well, like you said, uh, no, we've we've been blessed and humbled with uh, a lot of uh, uh, recognition uh, in the uh, beef production uh, industry, uh, in particular the the Hereford breed. And here, several years ago, uh, back in the early '90s, we, uh, as a family, made a commitment to uh, uh, get do our best that we can do uh, in the Hereford breed and revamp our operation. Uh, in in the very beginning, something that uh, you was, you know, I got to know, see you, Noah, grow up since you was a kid, uh, because in the very first line I top cut sale, 
there was like there's five of us that went together to make that sale up and and uh, of course one of them was uh was your family with benedict turfords and and we had uh, D- dave rome and uh had uh lorenzen farms and uh kpy and then louder and the, here lately last several years it's become uh a production sale the line i top cuts hosted by louderman cattle company is every september the usually the third sunday of each september and uh we uh um, in fact uh, with the uh logo uh that uh that we uh provide cattle that's going to go out and work for our customers and you know and everybody's got a different program and one thing's not going to work for others as it might for one and also when you're looking at uh, uh genetics and uh different operations and families getting involved uh you know everybody's got different what they consider what success is and we'd like to be whatever level that is for each person sure we'd like to work with them to try to uh achieve their goals uh, whether it be uh winning a show or producing something that uh, goes on to win uh, a cow herd to uh, build around whatever whatever the goals are we'd like to be uh in in that scenario an equation to try to help them get to where they want to be and we do that because we all grew up in the uh, in the uh, Hereford business us kids, us boys you know it was uh, between my grandfather my mother and uh, us three oldest boys we never won a uh, we never won a class at the Illinois State Fair and then Cody comes along and we go to the one junior national and he has with five efforts he wins five classes so you know it, it, it's a long time coming and you and you said it you know uh there's uh, it, it's like I say it's fourth generation so uh, we like to uh, uh um, we enjoy putting our sale together each each september and uh, hopefully uh, uh with the product that that uh, has been accepted in the market in the past and hope that that can continue so money i i think a lot of people are looking forward to that sale myself included uh it's going to be a fun one uh, Monty, as we close out here, uh, just tell us real quick why you why you want to support the NJHA and, and what made you want to you know help out and, and buy a calendar ad for the month of August. Uh, for me, Noah, uh, it's very simple. Uh, the junior program did wonders for me, and uh, the what that what the junior program allows the younger generation to do is not only grow but to uh, be a part of something that has some meaning. Uh, It builds leadership, it it, uh, uh, builds work ethic, responsibilities, uh, the idea that uh, hard work pays off if you set your goals and uh, work hard for them. Uh, 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 It also teaches the younger generation uh, how to deal with budgets and salesmanship and communication. You know, for me, growing up, through the uh, junior ranks, uh, just that little interest and little help and support, uh, I got to do what uh, what you what you did, uh, be, uh, be elected to the national board, and uh, uh, play a major part in the development and the continuation of not only the show junior national, to it also uh, responsible for helping uh, uh, young men and young women become 
uh, a part of an industry and be a, uh, a spokesman and a leader for that. So for me, it's, it's very simple to uh, support the juniors. I'm repaying uh, a debt or repaying back, uh, paying back what uh, that program did for me. Awesome. Well, thank you. And, and Junior Hereford Show listeners, there you have it from Monty Louderman and, and Louderman Cattle Company. Monty, we thank you for your support and for being on today. Noah, thank you very much for the opportunity. You're a good one. All right, guys, let's get back to it for part two of the podcast. All right, thank you again to all the generous sponsors of the NJHA. And uh, you guys truly do make this a, a program that you know, helps develop kids. And I, I think both Ralston and I can speak uh, accordingly to that. That's definitely helped us. Um, okay, Ralston. Well, guys, this is, this is your chance to get to know your new podcast host. Um, this is kind of a, a bittersweet one for me because I have to go off, but I think you're actually going to be in way better hands with Ralston. So, um, Ralston, just tell us a little bit about kind of your, your journey on the board the last two years and, and what you're hoping um, to accomplish in the next year. Well, I'm not sure about better hands, Noah. I feel like I got some big shoes to fill, uh, but I appreciate the comment for sure. I was very excited and humbled to be your next host for the podcast. And like Noah kind of mentioned, you know, I went from being a director to this year's vice chairman and very excited to take on the, that specific role with, you know, helping our team really go after their goals as well as help create some new ideas for the fed steer shootout. Um, and really just see what ways that we can better serve our juniors and ensure that all voices are being heard for sure. And as the podcast host, it's kind of fun that you asked that. I had the opportunity to visit with our board at Faces of Leadership a couple of weeks ago, as well as Chloe Fowler. Shout out to Chloe for all of her help on producing this podcast. I know she puts in a lot of work and hours, and she's truly one that we need to thank for this. As far as our plans moving forward, you know, Noah, you've had an awesome year on really getting it kick-started and getting our board members on it, as well as fellow juniors across the U.S. And we're really hoping to be very intentional and purposeful with these podcasts and sharing more ways to get involved or kind of clearing up maybe some specific details about contests, for instance. You know, we had kind of talked about the Sales Academy contest, you know, it's a newer contest and maybe setting up some examples on the podcast and bringing in some juniors to kind of recap maybe how they did it this last year at junior nationals and tips for moving forward as well as continuing to get to meet our juniors from across the u.s who are doing awesome things you know i think we are our the junior herford show so we really want to cater to our junior herford show audience and continue to give them what they want in very purposeful and intentional ways well, that's awesome. And listeners out there, I mean, you know, I don't think anyone has necessarily told me they don't like the podcast, but I have had a lot of people tell me that they do like it. Um, so, and I, again, it sounds like you're going to be in really good hands. Uh, you know, Ralston, what's a, what's, what's a future podcast topic that you could see yourself just really getting into and you might be looking forward to? Oh, gosh. I think that's a hard question um, because there is just 
there's so many great people to get to talk to in our association and in our industry. Um, Noah, you did a great job at kind of getting diverse individuals on the podcast to talk about a variety of topics. And um, it's probably, it's no, no secret that I love entrepreneurship and really just starting new things and going after your dreams. And so I think bringing in maybe a few people, um, some of my good mentors, um, Dr. Tom Field, I know he's helping with our AHA and pretty influential also, but he's really great with youth. And so I think getting him in a realm with some youth could be very interesting for our juniors to listen to on just really tactical action items that they can do to maybe start that dream that they've always thought about and where to take it from there. Um, that's just one off the top of my head that I'm probably very detailed into. You know, other topics that I would love to learn more about is I think just, you know, these juniors that maybe don't come from huge operations, they're kind of scared sometimes of how to get more involved and how to get started. And, um, visiting with some industry leaders or even youth that maybe are first generation Hereford breeders really showcasing them and their stories and how they got started and really sharing that we're a breed that's excited about growth. You know, we love sustaining tradition, but we always want to be growing and changing with the times too. So bringing in different members that can really hit on those keynotes to share with our audience, um, I hope is very beneficial for our audience and they'd love to see too. And, you know, also asking our audience what they'd like to see, um, I think is a big key component to a successful podcast also. I said it before and I say it again, you hit the nail on the head, Ross. And I think uh, all those things are, are kind of what our listeners are craving and what they're, what they're desiring. So um, guys, you can't say enough good things about Ross and our entire junior board as a whole. Um, but I, I guess we're kind of, kind of wrapping up here, Ralston. Um, before, uh, before we go, I just want to say thank you to, to everybody for, for listening, um, whether you wanted to or, or you were just trying to trying to help a guy out, help the NJHA out. Um, I hope uh, you enjoyed uh, having me on as our host. And like I said before, I think you're going to be in even better hands. So Ralston, thank you for being on today. And I will say too, Ralston mentioned earlier, if you want a little preview into what she's going to do, I think, what were you like the third or fourth podcast we did, Ralston? I believe, yeah. And before we go, Noah, I think we got to turn it around on you. What has been your favorite part of the podcast? Oh, hey, guys, she's already interviewing me. She's already, <laughs> she's already, she's already flipped or turning the table. But I, I think, uh, you know, I've gotten to interview some pretty cool people. And from that perspective, um, just meeting some kids and like, you know, like Dylan, like Dylan Cockcamp and Paige Lemonager are a couple examples of some of my favorite ones that we've done, because those are two kids that I actually feel like I know pretty well. And I learned even more about them through just sitting down and talking for a podcast for 30 minutes. So that, I think from a, an interviewer perspective, that was probably my favorite part. That's definitely a great part about it, Noah. And I know that you have probably gained some pretty cool mentors throughout this podcast season too. All right, everybody. Well, you are, are officially on to a better podcast host. And uh, thank you for listening. And we'll catch you back here next time on the Junior Herford Show. You've been listening to The Junior Hereford Show with Noah Benedict. Make sure to come back next time to learn, lead, and achieve.